The Xbox Drive is powered by patrons at patreon.com slash Capri. And I want to say thank you to all of our patrons over there, especially our Diamond executive producers, Jonathan Brown and Slimer Snarf, our Platinum producer, Dallas Ford, and our Gold members, Argo, Ashley Nicholson, James Johnson, Gene K, Marcus O'Neill, Skinny Matt, Trucker Sloth, and Xavier Reyes. Thank you, everybody, for all of your support. Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm in my car and you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the man on the moose and on our journey today. There's a bunch of indie games happening and party chats coming for free. You don't really have to pay for it. I'm not sure who's really upset about it, but let's talk about it here on the Xbox Drive. Lung capacity. Greater than X. Hello, Sean Capri. Hi, Ryan Turford. It's uh, good to talk to you today, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, it's it's a crazy uh, spring day here in Toronto. It's, mm. It was like 20 degrees outside. It was like mm-hmm. weird. It's bizarre. I missed the snow already. How about you, my friend? Uh, doing okay. Doing okay. I need to, you know, we're just going to come out with it, man. Today, I'm not in the car. I'm in my house because we actually recorded a little bit of the show earlier. And um, we actually recorded like a 20 minute show, 20 minute show. Well, (laughs) I mean, I I didn't hear most of it. I think that was the issue. Like Ryan was powering through and um, Skype kind of failed us a little bit in that. You know, it's it's hard sometimes to record a podcast from a car. Sometimes the connection doesn't really work out. So um, so I just want to let people know why I'm why I might sound different on the video. I mean, it looks pretty different. (laughs) different this week so uh, i mean but, uh, 102 episodes of, uh, sorry 182 episodes of skype sean it, yeah. fi- something finally had to happen right it happens so, well it's happened yeah. i would say now once with every co-host <laughs> don't say that sean <laughs> don't let the people behind the veil okay that's too much as I'm, I'm too open man i'm too open but You're it's all good open. man we've got some cool stuff to talk about we've been playing some games and it's all good man here to talk about the xbox rap ball well speaking of watching the episode sean you can watch it over at youtube.com slash the xbox if you're listening to this now of course we do have a youtube page where we do show the video of the podcast as well we're normally you'd see sean driving but today he's not driving to mcdonald's or anything like that but we are powering our way towards 500 youtube subscribers and if you like what we do and you even if you just listen to us on audio feeds and have no intention of watching the video it would still go a long way to help us out if you subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash the xbox drive you can watch the video uh podcast there sean will stream sometimes on the youtube channel so there's that there's lots of things going up on the youtube page so it is definitely worth checking out when we hit 500 subscribers we will give away one year of xbox game pass ultimate we're only 185 subscribers away sean we're gonna get to get there at some point. one at a time one at a time everyone keep, counts if we keep telling everyone at the beginning of every episode we'll eventually I think that's what you're there, supposed right? to do so. yeah i think that's what you're supposed to do links are in the show notes so click on and subscribe exactly also if you'd like to support us as well uh you can little put a little tip in the tip jar patreon.com slash ub and capri we are uh powered by patreon so patreon.com slash yumi capri for all the cool stuff there but but all that enough of that out of the way sean let's grab our a tracks pop them in it's time for the playlist because we got to get this show going sean all right so we got uh some interesting games a smorgasbord of games th- that we played this week so sean what'd you play this week Ryan, things are happening over on twitch.tv slash Sean Capri, as well as youtube.com slash the Xbox Drive, as you mentioned. And on Friday night, you joined me and a few other members of the community, and we played Star Wars Squadrons. 
And this is something that I think we've been like, there's so many games coming to Game Pass. There's all the Bethesda games and now EA Play and all of this, uh, all the whatever else is happening. And um, I think it was actually, you know, I think it was Tony Baker who said, we should play Star Wars Squadrons. We should get everybody together and, and fly around in our X-Wings and our B-Wings and our Y-Wings and everything. And we, we got a bunch of people together. Tony Baker bailed us. Fine. Um, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think in the end, I think I need to play the campaign of this game, dude, because I got just destroyed in in multiplayer. I'm I don't know like what I don't know how to like properly attack like a big target, like a Star Destroyer, I guess is kind of what I'm saying. I, <laughs> I think I need to play a little bit more, learn. I don't know. I felt like I like I feel like the game seems to be approachable and accessible. But then you jump into multiplayer. Maybe it's just like a it's kind of like a Call of Duty thing where I definitely learned how to play and get the feel of the Call of Duty games from. Uh, from the campaigns and then i went into to multiplayer but i just was not expecting to get spanked as bad as i did on friday night playing squadrons well here's the thing with squadrons and i I talked about this a little bit during my review of the game because we did an extra mile for the game when the game came out um where i did basically my review of squadrons and one of the things i said in my review is that the game itself the multiplayer especially is very like coordinated And it it really relies on you coordinating with your teammates. And if you don't do that, chances are you're probably going to go up and smoke, essentially. And uh, I think that what ended up happening was that we were playing with myself, who hadn't played the game in a while, combined with you, uh, Joey and everyone else who hadn't really played the game at all. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. we kind of went into a very unorganized group and kind of just got ourselves destroyed. I know I wasn't around when you guys were doing kind of the team deathmatch style. Yeah, just a dog fight. And and the dog fights were way more approachable when the game first came out. But as I mentioned, uh, the game is so reliant on tactics planning and basically coordinating with your teammates that most of the people who are playing right now are like the best of the best kind of players. Well, we so. were still we were we were in private mode. Like we weren't playing with really strangers, but when oh, okay. um we when we jumped over into like the objective based mode, we were playing we we're um we we're like a, we did a co-op mode against like AI almost like a PvE kind of kind of mm-hmm. deal. Like we were just playing against uh Yeah, and that mode in particular really requires you to kind of like work as a team. As it, it turns out, like even if you're playing like we had the, we had them set on easy, dude. I thought we were gonna just spank them. So yeah, it was a little kind of disappointing. I feel like I was pulled out of it um just a little bit. But game looks pretty cool and um yeah, it's just there's so many games right now. I feel like I wanna jump into Fallout uh Fallout New Vegas, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have the FPS boost and I'm sure that that's coming very soon. Uh, yeah. Fallout seventy six Six is also kind of like I don't know, oddly intriguing to me. So I don't think that I think I've, I feel like I've kind of bounced off of uh, squadrons pretty quickly on this on this week. Well, the nice thing is too, it'll probably it'll stay in EA Play probably unless they lose the Star Wars license, like being able to yeah. not serve those games anymore. So mm-hmm. the campaign will be there whenever you feel like playing it. But I do think though, even if you have no interest of going back to the multiplayer, I think the campaign is actually still well, well worth playing. I really enjoyed my time with it. It's not really long. It's like in eight to ten hours, and it's pretty yeah. fun. It tells a, a pretty cool story between the the Empire and and the Republic. So um, I do think it's actually worth playing the campaign, even if you don't ever go back to the multiplayer mode. I think it's worth playing just for that. And it's yeah, nice too because it's in Game Pass, so you don't have to pay you know full price just to play pay the uh like eight to ten hour short campaign kind of thing right so you don't have to worry about that 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 way um segueing off squadrons sean i played some odd games this week i played <laughs> the outer worlds which i talked about a little bit on last That's week's show odd. saying that well i mean it's odd for me anyways um so i talked about it last week's show because i had mentioned that the next gen uh, upgrade came a couple weeks ago um and i was getting back into it to play the dlc 
But I left that conversation until this week because it was a busy week last week. And honestly, I'm still not at the DLC yet, Sean. I'm still kind of grinding my my way up to level 30, which is the required level for the new DLC. Um, that is is that I'm at like level thing? 26 right now. It's taken is, a while. Is that a normal thing to, to be a required level for DLC? It seems like you'd want to have as many people as possible play the DLC. But if you have to be level 30, then I don't know. Well, is that... So I don't do a lot thing. of DLC, to be honest with you. The difference between like this DLC and, and the Bethesda style DLC, whether it was um, Elder Scrolls or Fallout, is that the way that the Elder Scrolls and Fallout games work is that the whole world is basically synchronized to your level. So as you get right. stronger, all the enemies get stronger, kind of like Diablo works in the same way as well. Um, but in the outer worlds, it doesn't work that way. Right. Each, each planet, for example, is basically a different level range and or different different areas are so it doesn't really scale with you in the same way mm-hmm. so um you are very limited as to you know where what you have access to uh going forward like the dlc it's it it, it sucks that it's so high of a level because honestly i the character i'm running with now is my end game character that i've already finished the game with yeah. So uh, and I'd done more than just main life the campaign. I did a bunch of side quests go, going into it as well. Like it, I had to grind a little bit to do the first set of DLC, Peril and Gorgon, which was level 25. And I'm level 26 and a half now just trying to get to level 30. So I can do this new batch of DLC and I'm I'm struggling to find new quests to do or new things to level myself. You're going to you're going to limp over the start line on this DLC, man. You're going to like it's like minimum is 30 and you're going to barely make it to 30. Or there's just a, mm. a point where I might just be like because it does it, it, it'll let you go in at a lower level. Right. So I might just chance it and be like, screw it. I'm level 27. I'll probably die all the time, but I'm going to get through this DLC. You'll get some so, sweet XP, though. I'm sure of it. I'm sure <laughs> that's assuming I could actually kill any of the enemies. Exactly. Because, um, that might be a bit of a problem. So I am playing that. However, I will say the, the next gen upgrade for this game. Fantastic. See, like that's it, another one that's on. Maybe I'll play that before new Vegas. Like that kind of scratches the same kind of itch for me. And if that's running super well, then I don't need to, I don't need to go back to it on my PC right now. Like, as I like, I just, I, I like to sit on my couch, man. Like I'm a console player, even though I was like really raised in PC gaming back in the day with unreal and half-life and Starcraft and all that stuff. Like, I'm an old man now. I want to sit on my recliner. I want to play games. And if I can play something like The Outer Worlds that runs as good or probably better than what I've got on my PC, then like, why do I need a gaming PC? You know what I mean? I've got my my Series X. So I'm I'm kind of wandering a little bit as I do, Ryan. I'm playing outside of Xbox. I'm playing Tales of Berseria. Um, but I think I think Outer Worlds is is maybe calling my name, dude. I'll maybe start from scratch again. Yeah, I mean, honestly, they like they've done so many improvements with the next gen version. The 60 frames per second definitely helps. But the load times especially were brutal on Xbox mm-hmm. before. Like you were loading like 30 seconds to a minute per area were the load yeah. times before. They now load in maybe in less than 10 seconds. So even though 10 less than 10 seconds still seems high for current gen, it is at least a, a huge improvement for the load times and it really cuts down on the the waiting around and it's a a lot of fun if you're craving that fallout style game then uh i definitely think it is uh worth going back to but speaking of games worth going back to sean the other game i'm playing this week (laughs) marvel's avengers oh no nice before you tell before you talk about that i need people to go to the youtube video and watch this because i just realized how funny it looks if i start to pretend like i'm driving (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited to see Sean's side of the video when he eventually sends it. I kind of wanted to go get like a Mario Kart wheel or something so I could like drive around with it. 
Yeah, I probably have one of those sitting in a drawer in my living room. Anyways, mm-hmm. Marvel's Avengers oh, yeah. is a game about superheroes, Sean. I don't know if you knew this. I did, and, yeah. Uh, it's a game that obviously the internet is very divisive about, or I should say most people are on the side of not liking this game very much. I've, sure. I've always stated pretty much since I first played it that I'm, a, I'm kind of on the side where I, I like it more than most people, but I, I didn't love, love it. Um, it was one of, it was just outside my, uh, top 20 games of last mm-hmm. year, um, which was, uh, again, doesn't sound like it's that high, but I actually liked it a lot. And again, most of my problems with the game were a lot of technical things. For example, you'd fall through the environment a lot of times, or your AI teammates would just stand there and do nothing and, uh. if you, and force you to do everything. Yeah. Or, uh, the game itself would go down to like 20 frames per second for the frame rate, God. um, or the long load times and all that stuff. I'm happy to report it's pretty much fixed at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't really run to any of the the crazy bugs I ran into before. The game itself, uh, with its next-gen patch that it got last week, running at uh, 60 frames per second in uh, Checkerboard 4K, I believe. Uh, Digital Foundry just did a video today all about that. And uh, it uh, runs buttery smooth now. The load times are super fast. And uh, I really enjoyed going back to it because they released the new Hawkeye DLC called Future Imperfect, which basically gives you a whole new operation, which is basically a set of like four or five campaign story levels, essentially, that you go through. You play as Hawkeye, of course, is the new character this time. And you basically go to this dystopian future uh, where the Avengers have lost and basically the end of the world has happened. And you're basically in this like desert wasteland and you're hanging out with like old Hawkeye and uh, you're you're going to go see old man Hulk and basically trying to piece together exactly what happened as they kind of look for Nick Fury, which is kind of like the thing that's propelling the story so far. Mm. And uh, so far it's so good. I'm really enjoying the, the, the two single player like operations that they've done. Cause uh, they also did one with Kate Bishop uh, when, when we got that character as well. And uh, these little bits of story, I think have been, have been pretty well told, I think. Uh, over the last little while, which is cool to see how, how a game like this get free DLC like this that kind of expands the story in an interesting way. That was literally um, going to be my question is if this was free or this is paid DLC that you're actually picking up. But this is everybody gets this. It's yeah. Um, yeah. So it's and is it like is there any part of the game that you only play single player? Like I can't I feel like the recommendation to me is like play a bit on my own. Before yeah, if you I, play the campaign itself, you play it entirely single player, entirely so, single player. Yeah. You mm, you can have friends jump in if you want to, but yeah. it is you don't have to. Like you can play it entirely by yourself. In fact, the game recommends you just play it by yourself. Wow. So, okay. Um, there are uh, there are a couple things that you that will be easier with more players towards the end of the campaign. But honestly, when I played it, I didn't play it with anyone else and had a blast. So yeah. Um, the, and the campaign for Avengers, by the way, I've talked about it on the show before, back when it first came out. I really like the campaign for Avengers. Like if if that was all we got and it maybe it wasn't a full price game, I think they would have had a, a real hit on their hands with Avengers. Like, I think that it would have been a great game. Like if they if there wasn't this loot grind put into the great gameplay. But because they did all that um, and because it requires a little bit more multiplayer coordination when you do the the post game stuff. That's the stuff I'm I'm not super into. So even though I went back for this Hawkeye DLC, I don't really see myself sticking around to do all the other stuff. I'm basically going to wait till the next batch of single player DLC comes out and I'll play that. Um, yeah. But I do love the fact that all that stuff's free and they've announced that 
they, they, there isn't going to be paid DLC for this game. So yeah. any other story that they add to the game, it's just going to be free uh, throughout the, over the, the course of the next year. I think they just announced their new roadmap for the game pretty recently. So yeah, so far as a good with Avengers um, and I really like the Hawkeye DLC. So if you've played Avengers before and you need a reason to go back to it, uh, the Kate Bishop DLC and the, the Hawkeye DLC is really awesome. So definitely check that out. But sl- Sh- Sean, we're going to slam the brakes on this conversation. If I can get your name correctly, and we're going <laughs> to jump into breaking news. I was so excited about the news, Sean, that I, I, I fumbled your name a little bit. I don't know why. So Sean, this first news story, pretty exciting stuff. We knew that, there were rumblings of an Xbox event coming up, but mm. we finally got confrification Gr- of grublings. this. Grublings. There were grublings about it. They were grublings. Uh, so on Friday, March 26th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ID8 Xbox will have an indie showcase showing trailers and gameplay from over 25 upcoming titles. Note the, the blog post on the Xbox Wire talks about there's over 100 games, but during the showcase itself, there's only going to be about 25 games, and the rest of them are going to be on the YouTube channel throughout the day and on the Xbox Wire, essentially. They're going to do awesome. like a bunch of posts and stuff about this. The confirmed games that we know about so far at this event are Stalker 2, Second Extinction, The Ascent, 12 Minutes, and a new IP from Drinkbox Studios, which is a studio Ooh, that yeah. I love. Toronto-based studio, uh, makers of Guacamelee Guacamele. and Severed. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... Uh, Ooh, Severed Sean. is excellent, dude. Severed is great. Oh, goodness gracious. What a creative group out there. Holy crap. Exactly. So, Sean, uh, are you hyped for this event? How What's what's Sean Capri's hype level for how this can you, indie How showcase? can you not be? I Like, how can, you, how can you hear exactly what you just laid out and go, like, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, if that's it, then like, go, go pound sand. This is something that I'm, I'm stoked about. 12 minutes is something I'm like, I've been watching very closely since it was revealed at E3 and, um, just totally like this indie, indie games, you get these types of experiences that you haven't really seen before. And so, you know, I feel like there's been little glimpses of Xbox doing this really, really well. This, these great spotlights on, on indies. I'd like this to become maybe a little bit more normalized and, and regular, but this is such a great spotlight. Like, like there's nothing else that's going to be indies. So I feel like I saw some rumblings of people going like, yeah, but is Halo going to be there? It's like, <laughs> just stop. Like this is indie stuff. And these games are, are great. I think the Ascent is getting a lot of attention as well. I need to know where Tunic is, Ryan Turford. This is something that Donnie Reese from the Xbox Empire and I, we've been chatting a lot about. I played it at E3 and whatever the hell we went. Um, and I'm just really excited about this, dude. It's like we get games like HyperDot from ID at Xbox. There's, there's great experiences. We got the summer of indie demos last year that you played God knows how many, I think 47 or 60 <laughs> or something silly like that. Um, yeah. so yeah, great experiences. I'm, I'm curious to see what the rollout is going to be between like the spotlight and then the hundred other games that we're not going to see during that. Um, but yeah, they've, they've done this pretty well. They had a series, I think last summer where they had, um, like a couple of different videos, I think every week where they would, they would spot like, like six or seven games. And I think that's really, that's really great. And the last thing I'll say, Ryan, is I just hope that most or i hope many if not most of these games come to come to game pass uh, along with all the other games that i don't have time to play yeah i mean that's that's kind of my read on a lot of this first of all i think all of the games that they kind of spotlighted here like stalker 2 we already know is a game pass game uh but then mm. second extinction the ascent 12 minutes and then the drink box uh new ip i think all almost all of those are going to be game pass exclusives yeah if not all of them so, well, kind of like that that showcase that they did last year. They had a couple of showcases, and like one was like they're not selling a Series X; they're selling Game Pass. And it's like that's okay, right? I, mm-hmm. And if they do another one of those kind of showcases, and um, in the next couple of days here, I think that would be cool too. 
Yeah, I think that from that showcase too, almost all those games were indie games and right. they're all games that haven't come out yet. So, I mean, I imagine we're going to hear about most of those games like Bright Mem- Memory Infinite. You yeah. might see here um, Scorn because that was supposed to come out like earlier this year and, mm-hmm. and that's not out yet. I think we're, there's going to be a lot of interesting games at this showcase. And honestly, I think there's going to be probably some great surprises here too, uh, yep. more than anything. Like, uh, like fantastic looking games that we haven't even seen before or didn't even consider. Yep. Um, so I'm really interested to see what's going to be at this indie showcase. And there's gotta uh, be some available today. You know, I'd love to be able to join in on a game to play with you or something, or we can stream or something like mm-hmm. right after the event, I think would be amazing. Oh, I, I can definitely imagine that there will be at least something that is day and date with game pass this week. Although again, Friday is the big day where like a lot of games are coming to game pass already. Yeah. Right. Or that between that and tomorrow, which is Thursday, because we got Octopath traveler tomorrow, Sean. As Goodness well as gracious. Side. Oh my so, gosh. Like a hour game. Holy crap. Yeah. So the, the game pass is, is firing all cylinders. So it probably won't be a huge job, but I would imagine mm-hmm. at least some of these will be day and date with game pass. Like how cool would it be to get like a game like second extinction or even something like 12 minutes launch into Game Pass like this weekend. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out more about that on Friday. Um, This is an event that I'm going to try and stream at youtube.com slash the Xbox drive, but I've had trouble streaming lately because my internet connection at home sucks until I move. So um, I'm going to try. So if you see us go live, on youtube.com slash the xbox drive come watch the event with me uh if if you don't see it goes live then obviously you know my internet bro- is broken so <laughs> next up as part of the next large xbox update that's currently being tested we got another update about said update free to play games and party chat will no longer require an xbox live gold subscription now we already knew free to play games we're not going to require xbox live gold at all um but we didn't know when that update was coming they just said sometime this year mm-hmm. um, and they were very nebulous about it but it looks like as part of the same update that we know is in testing right now with with alpha testers uh with the suspend feature when you're downloading games um, right this is all going to be rolled into the same update essentially so when that update goes live everyone will be able to play Fortnite or spell break or whatever free-to-play game you're currently playing without having to subscribe to gold, which I, I think is an awesome thing in party chat, which has been basically an Xbox live gold staple for years. is finally going to be like a free feature, which I think is really interesting. Do, Sean, uh, what do you think about this news? Does this excite you at all? I mean, I I've said this, I've, I've talked a lot about Xbox gold, live gold or whatever the heck we're going to be calling it from now on. I think we'll speak to that soon with the network. Um, mm-hmm. But this just goes like, why do you want, why does anybody want Xbox live gold anymore? It's just like all the features are taken out of it, which is fine. Um, I'm not trying to say that like they should continue to have a, a paywall, but what they're left with, like, because I think they've done the right thing. Uh, but what you're left with is like this, this paid service that gets you multiplayer and like some games that nobody really seems to want anymore. I'm not, it, it leaves Xbox live gold in a weird spot. So like, kind of no matter what you do, and you have to imagine that these are the, the decisions and, and conversations that, that people at Xbox are having whenever these types of shifts and changes are are made it's it's more than just flipping switches and pushing buttons like this mm-hmm. now leaves i think xbox live in a in a weird spot as as it continues to just be like this it was the lead it was like the it was the the, the differentiator for xbox xbox live was amazing and yeah now you can access a lot of that stuff without without the paid membership it's like are they just walking us towards the world where they don't have that anymore i'm not i'm not mm-hmm. entirely sure but i do think that it's a challenge now to sell xbox live gold 
But at the same time, maybe that's the whole point too, is you make it so worthless that people go, I, I don't want that anymore. And I'll just buy Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate, which includes all the rest of the stuff. So that's maybe a, maybe that's part of the conversation. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, I think that you might be correct. Like, I honestly think that we're probably marching towards a future where we don't need Xbox Live Gold anymore. Again, all you're really getting with Gold at this point are the two free games a month and then Xbox Live Service. And that's well, it. Well, there's like four games. There's sometimes there's five. They did I know. Five a little while ago. There's, yeah. But yeah, they're, it, they're just, it's, it's an interesting conversation. It goes back and forth. I'd love to talk to Bad Bit about this, too. Just the whole, like, um, like PlayStation Plus kicks ass right now, dude. Like, there's no doubt about it. PS Plus is excellent. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it seems like PlayStation Now always has seemed optional, and it's reversed in, in Xbox land. It seems like Xbox Live Gold is somewhat optional, and Game Pass is really what you what you need to have a, have a great experience here in Xbox land. It's just very interesting to see, I think. Yeah. But for good sure. for them. Party chat being free is interesting, too, with the whole um, Discord rumors and stuff going on of maybe being purchased by by xbox i feel like with all of the the multiplayer stuff we've been doing with halo saturdays and now with fridays maybe with streaming as well um Mm. i would actually really like to see that integration i think that would make it a little bit easier uh for all the different ways people are playing man like um to play on your like to be able to chat on your phone or to integrate um discord so if i'm playing on pc and somebody else is playing on xbox we can all kind of come together although i guess that was still kind of the case with party chat but so yeah, trying to wrap I mean, my mind around exactly why Discord would be amazing for Xbox, but I think I, it would I be mean good. it would be cool to have like the the text chat integration on Xbox. That's or, true. Or be going there rather than going to like an Xbox community, going to like a a community on Discord, for example. I think they're just yeah, good. they're already there. The communities are already there, and you yeah. can send. I mean, especially like for us as well. Like you can people know where to find us there. Like nobody's using. I guess that's really the thing. Like nobody uses these these baked in utilities on probably on PlayStation either. Like nobody they they try to mimic the stuff that's happening online but it's so much well more. that's why they actually closed down playstation communities recently actually um mm. where they had like this whole community section for each game and you could and you could join it and chat with other people who are interested in the same game but they closed that down because no one was really using it yeah for, for all the reasons you spoke about and i mean party chat for me i'm only sentimental for party chat a little bit because i mean bef- back in the day back when i had my 360 um i used to talk to people all the time through party chat because there wasn't we didn't have so many accessible options that were free available like we uh, Skype was a very new thing. Um, we use we would sometimes rent a, ven- a ventrilo server, which we used to use for. World oh, of Warcraft, wow. Which, we, which was a paid <laughs> server. Um, yeah. But like I, I used to have like a long distance girlfriend, Sean, and her and I would always but instead of calling each other on the phone, we would go on Xbox Live party chat and talk to each other Amazing. that way Amazing. every night. So, yeah, like I, I have fond memories of doing party chat. So it's cool to have that be a feature for everyone in case someone decides to use it that isn't, you know, uh, a uh, person that uh, wants to use Discord, for example. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Well, speaking of reminiscing, Sean, and memories, let's pour one out for Xbox Live uh, officially going away. The branding has been replaced by I'm Xbox driving by a graveyard Network. right now in the video. This is amazing. <laughs> this is the Xbox Live graveyard. <laughs> I couldn't have timed it any better myself. So uh, Xbox Network with a lowercase n, by the way. I don't know why. Oh, God. Just is. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know uh, that. So, so it's, it's kind of like PlayStation Network, kind of, yeah. but it's Xbox Network. Sure. Um, in in a, a quote from uh, the Ver- from one of the uh, Microsoft marketing reps over on The Verge, ar- his article about this, they basically talked about how they wanted to change the name so that it basically was like easier for consumers to understand what they were actually getting. Because like Xbox Live 
is kind of a nebulous term. You don't really know what that is. It could be anything. Yeah, all it's we know. the network as well as a product that you're like a membership that you're buying. Yeah, as exactly. well as like maybe like, the store. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it makes sense more for for like consumers that aren't ingrained in like the Xbox ecosystem like we are anyways. So I think I think the move kind of makes sense. It still bums me out a little bit, though, as a longtime Xbox fan uh, making buying like the the Xbox Live gold pack for the original Xbox back in the day with the headset and stuff and going back onto Xbox Live for the first time. It just it kind of bums me out to see it change. But I think the change is probably going to be better in the long term, although I'm still going to probably call it Xbox Live forever. I don't know if I'm ever going to change it in my brain. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to like I don't know, maybe that maybe there isn't much more than what they've already said publicly, but I'm trying to like do the whole like detective work in my mind of what is this about? Right? Like this has to be laying the groundwork for something and I don't know what it is and it's a strange place to be in because for the most part we are privy to like the entire roadmap. Like Phil comes out and goes like, here's what we're going to do for the next five years. You're going to get your games on game passes, <laughs> all this stuff. And it's like, they just like kind of, they make this swap. And I'm like, I don't like, I know that's what they said. And I kind of understand it, but it's like, I don't know that it was, maybe it was, I don't know if there was causing that much confusion to, to make this change. It just seems like a, a step towards something or a step perhaps away from something being Xbox Live. I'm not I'm not sure. I can't tell if Xbox Live sounds ancient or still fresh and cool, like or something that that's, that people want. But I don't know. It's Xbox Network overall pretty boring. But I'm like, I would like to see this might be leading to something. I don't know. I mean, Xbox Live is 2000s cool, if it makes any sense. Sean. Is it? Yeah. Well, maybe it's coming back again, though. It can be retro. Maybe. It's 20 maybe. years old, man. <laughs> maybe. All right. Next up. Uh, we got the Square Enix showcase this week, uh, a.k.a. Square Enix Presents. Basically, this was a way for Square Enix to basically announce all the stuff that's coming up for all their Western studios. So mm. we didn't see any of this stuff from Japan except for one game. But we're not going to talk about it here because it's a PS5 exclusive. Um, so we're not going to talk. Wait, about which that. one? No, I want to uh, know which one was that uh, for Spoken. The, the, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. yeah the one sucks. at the end of the event. Yeah. The uh, a.k.a. Project Athia was announced at the PS5 showcase. So uh, mm. but other than that, though, I think. Honestly, we didn't get too much from this event, no. uh, but we did get two interesting things that I'm going to touch on here. Number one, we got the announcement of a new Black Panther expansion coming to Marvel's Avengers. Now, we knew Black Panther was coming to Avengers. They were going to announce it last year, but after uh, the, the tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman, they decided to kind of hold off with the announcement. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like the Black Panther expansion that's coming is going to be like a much larger expansion for the game with a whole bunch of new features and a bigger sto- single player campaign than what we're getting from the two operations that I talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to get to play as Black Panther, which and is that's free cool. as well. Yep. Imagine buying Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation because you wanted to play Spider-Man like soon. You mean like how it, the game might be out for an entire year before Spider-Man comes out, Sean? Yeah, imagine, imagine that. That happens over there quite a lot, Joseph Moran, over at the place, PS Trophy Room. You know, you, you get all these promises, this, this Final Fantasy VII remake, and it comes out four years later, and Death Stranding comes out seven years later, all this stuff. I just, it's I fine. feel bad for them, Sean. It's fine. I feel bad I don't, for them. I don't, they, know, they should know by now. I don't feel bad at all. I guess. But uh, besides that, though, we got <laughs> an excitement, an announcement that got me Ryan Turford very excited because a new Life is Strange game 
listening out to Sean. Life is Strange, True Colors. It's essentially a new, non-episodic continuation of the series with a brand new character named Alex Chen. In addition, Life is Strange Remastered was announced, which is essentially a collection of Life is Strange and Before the Storm in a remastered format. We don't really have too many details about how that's going to work or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, all of that stuff coming out September 10th on Xbox One and Series X. Sean, did you get a chance to check out this trailer? And are you at, excited at all? I don't think you're really a Life is Strange person, but I feel like I need to ask anyway. No, I appreciate it. No, I don't. Uh, the mood has to hit. And maybe like what, how many of these games are we going to talk about? Where I'm like, maybe I'll just try this one out. Maybe I'll just try this one out. I was <laughs> um, I was watching. I was talking to Ed Placencia and people should definitely check him out. Goodness gracious. Switch.tv slash Ed Placencia. Such a nice guy. Um, he was playing Tell Me Why earlier today and he was asking me this morning, like, what should I play? And he gave me a couple options. And I'm like, you know what? I probably won't get around to Tell Me Why. So you should stream it so I could watch it. That's kind of where I'm at with it. But I don't know. I, I feel like, I mean, a lot has happened in life lately. I don't know that I want to run towards a game that's going to make me even sadder than what <laughs> everything else is going on. But these Good games point. are beautiful, man. Like I, I have, like I enjoyed my time with, with life is strange. And like, I played it with Chelsea. We kind of did the whole, like, let's make our choices together kind of thing. And there's definitely a place for that. But you know, I, I feel like a bit of a broken record on this one because I just don't want to run to a game that makes me ball my eyes out. And these just aren't the ones that like, I don't know that they don't, they don't have that blockbuster splash for me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm curious to know. And I, and I actually can't wait. Cause I know you're excited about it. I can't wait to hear you talk about it. I know Donnie, Donnie Reese over at the Xbox empire as well. Very excited for these types of games. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting place because like back in the day, my printer just like turned on. What the crap? <laughs> I heard that. Um, it really scared me. <laughs> I thought it ran over something. Um, I don't even know what I was going to say. So I'll throw it back to you, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, life is strange. Uh, I've always been a huge proponent for the series. I mean, I've loved it ever since the I played the first game. Um, it was a series that when they sold it as a coming a coming of age story with supernatural powers, I was so in for that type mm-hmm. of game. Um, and and I love the the first one. Uh, Before the storm was pretty good, but I didn't love it as much as Life is Strange Two, which I also really liked. Um, and it's Deck Nine doing this one, who did Before the Storm, right? Um, as well. So we're we're kind of seeing the return of Deck Nine at this point. Um, and I'm actually really excited. First of all, for this one because we don't have the episodic format anymore which yeah. I know drove a lot of people crazy. Do you think they'll um, just get rid of that altogether? Like, is this the new normal for them? I think this is the new normal for yeah, them. Yeah, wow. So, uh, which I think, again, makes sense. But what they did talk about, though, is they're going to be, there's going to be, like, chapters in the game that'll work like the episodes right. would. So you can you can decide to play it episodically by yourself if you want to. If you want to, mm. like, play one episode, wait a week, and then uh, kind of jump into the next episode if you want to. Um, yeah. And... Uh, uh, more than anything, I'm really excited to play this and then talk about it with the community because I'm, I'm very excited to have a chat with Donnie Reese or uh, Rebecca or Garrett over at mm-hmm. Nintendo Shack uh, when, yeah. we, when we do all end up playing this game because it's going to be it's going to be a water cooler game. I'll just I be outside the community. window just like looking in on you guys having like your book club meeting. I'll just be outside. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like fun. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, I, either way, I, I love the trailer. Um, I love the, the tone it's going for. I like how music is playing a very important part of this game, too, where mm. the life is the music in all the Life is Strange games that has always been like a fantastic selection of indie music. Um, yeah, so good point. Music's always been a part of the games, but it's never really been like a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that they're kind of integrating it all into one thing. Um, and I'm, I'm intrigued by this game and I'm really excited for this. I'm interested to see what they do with the, the remasters as well. Um, but I will say, though, that fifty nine ninety nine Canadian for this is Whoa. a bit of a steep price. 
for the well, main game. I mean, is that what you would end up spending after all of the um, after all of the episodes? No, it's actually more because Life yeah. is Strange two. They know you was love forty dollars Canadian, and then Life is Strange one and Before the Storm were both twenty. Yeah, they, so, they got you. They got you by. They've the, been creeping up in value. So mm-hmm. um, I will say that that that's made me a little more hesitant, but at the same time, I know myself. It's Life is Strange. Yeah, I'm going to probably gonna buy it and play it because. Uh, I love these games. So, yeah, that was kind of all what we got from the Square Enix showcase because the rest of the stuff was a exclusive to PlayStation or B mobile games. So yeah. we're not, obviously not going to talk about those games. Square's playing both sides of the fence, dude. They, they've got some cool stuff coming to Xbox and they've got some cool exclusives going over to PlayStation. Like, good for them. It's um, I, I just think when I my overall take on this is like that it felt weird that I don't know, like it didn't have anything that really like rocked it for me. Like that, yeah. the, I'm excited for a lot of people, but like the big get really was was Life is Strange, I think, and then the PlayStation thing. So it's kind of like you mean okay. to tell me the big get for you was not the Tomb Raider cookbook, Sean? The, the way the, that they're selling the, the Tomb Raider you know 25th watch. anniversary was with the Tomb Raider cookbook. Sean. Famous last words. That'll be the one thing I do end up with out of this whole showcase. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, the, I mean, I don't even know any food from Tomb Raider at all. So like, I don't even know what's going to be in there. Yeah, cookbook. when did she have time to eat? I mean, in the 2013 game, she goes to the campfire, and you that's assume true. she's that's true. at the campfire. Yeah, you don't look, actually know. Little, little you don't watch her eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That know. game is excellent. Those that, that, those first two games are, are really good. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, before we jump into the carpool, I'm going to breeze through these last two real quick. Scarlet Nexus has a yes. release date. It will launch on Xbox One and Series X and S on June 25th. That's very soon, and I'm very excited for I'm that I'm getting game. excited along with it. you. I am right it there with you, man. amazing, and mm-hmm. then... WB have announced that Gotham Knights, a.k.a. the new Batman game, is delayed until 2022. Shocking nobody. Yeah, it was supposed to come out this summer. I was really thinking it was going to because we saw that trailer for the game with like the the 10 minute gameplay uh, demo of the game. They did show quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was farther along than it actually is. But uh, at least they're they're doing the right thing and postponing it till 2022. But Sean, Mm -hmm. let's let some of our friends into the car with us. It's time for the carpool. And we got one question this week. From Anti Macro at Anti Macro, and he says, after the positive reception of the $99 or $129 of for us Canadian dollar Xbox wireless headset, what are you hoping for with the Xbox collab with Bang Awfulson on the a high-end audio solution? So they had announced this along with the Xbox wireless headset, and honestly, I had forgotten all about this uh, yeah. partnership that they were doing. Um, so I'm really interested to hear from this. But Sean, is there uh, as an audiophile, because I know you call yourself an audiophile all the time. Mm. What do you think about the, the possibility of like an elite version of this headset? Well, I think like I, it's hard for me to really say because I can't really compare it with the what is now out. Like everybody does seem to have glowing reviews over the headset that Xbox just released. But I don't have it to really compare. But I like mm-hmm. I mean, generally speaking, you want it to be exceedingly comfortable and and modular as well but it's like that's kind of those are some of the features that the um the headset has right now you can use it with a variety of, of products i think that that's that's got to be part of it um mm-hmm. i'm also very curious ryan too if there's ever a way for us just to get away from this paid dolby thing um that everybody's kind of whining about i don't know if you're seeing about yeah yeah, dolby Atmos. yeah just like get rid of that just like if it comes with like buy a headset it comes with a lifetime subscription to the dolby Atmos. like i feel like i might have that but i'm not sure if it's run out like i just don't want to i don't want to be thinking about that sort of thing but um yeah i just i just want it to sound incredible i want i want it to have um like there, there'd be no sacrifices really if i'm paying like a uh 
top tier dollar for it. I don't want like the game audio to sound good, but music or or voice chat to not sound very good. The, the microphone's got to be incredible to almost to the point like where you could use that headset to like almost podcast, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. we, and I think we've actually tested a, a Steel Series headset here, and it's like sounds pretty good, but it's definitely not like what we sound like on a day to day basis. I use like a Sennheiser headset. Uh, for the show when I'm normally in the car and that thing sounds incredible I think and I yeah. think that we we should have that um when we talk to our friend like we we're playing these games that are 60 frames a second they're 4k they're whatever they're they're they're, they're visually amazing and we jump on party chat and people sound like they're talking through a tin can it's <laughs> trash part of it is the microphones that we're, that we're using on our headsets um but part of it is just like I don't know these like I don't think party chat uses the same sort of like voice protocol that um that perhaps discord does or or i don't know skype isn't that good either but there are definitely places where we sound better and i would like to see that overall and yeah i think it's got to be super super comfortable maybe even coming in with um different options for like the padding that goes around your ears either sizes or uh maybe you could get like a mesh rather than leather uh whatever is comfortable for people but it's like almost or they could do like a design lab thing where you could like customize all that stuff too like I think oh that yeah would be pretty i used to have well. a i used to have a like a monster like monster cable they used to have a headset um and i could like change out the top band i could change out the color on that so yeah that'd be that'd be kind of interesting but i think when you're paying that price it's mostly about audio quality so yeah. for that i'd just really like to hear the um the current headset and see like what what might be missing from that because i've i've been down on headsets that other people are very high on and i don't know that that makes me like an audiophile but i just look for like i want that i want to hear that bass like kick me in the teeth like from the inside out i guess just like your old, old bass booster with your sony walkman would do sean back yeah in the day, you know? yeah, yeah 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 i'm not like i mean I, I have an appreciation for clarity but i also i don't want to get the full range and I, I like dude like even the headset now has good eq settings like it has a lot of it, it gives people a lot of control so mm-hmm. it's a good question because it seems like the value on this is is pretty good but i haven't tried it so it's yeah yeah we're in the both in the same camp like neither of us mm-hmm. have the headset so it's hard for us to Could kind of trash. do a comparison but uh, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people have said that, that good things. And I mean, I know they're going to talk about it on the Xbox Empire this week because Donnie and Elaine both have the headset. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Um, they're going to talk about that. So you can go listen to their show if you want to hear impressions. But Sean, we got to go. But before Sean plugs go, you can find me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery Capri like the pants and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And if you want to support the show, we'd really appreciate if you go over to patreon.com slash you Capri. I should say um, I'll be streaming Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays on Twitch, but also um, uh, Ryan, I don't even know if I've mentioned this to you. I think I have. But in the middle of April, we're going to announce what's coming new to the Patreon. We're going to have a whole day of, of content. We're going to stream all day, and you should look forward to it. I'll have a date for you guys very, very soon. But, um, yeah, big stuff coming in for Yumi Capri, my friend. I know. It's going to be very exciting. I'm, I'm excited for everyone to hear all about that. But you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. That's T-U-R-F-O-R-D, because everybody always asks. You can also find us on Twitter at The Xbox Drive, on YouTube at YouTube.com slash The Xbox Drive, or on podcast services around the globe. But for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 182 of the Xbox Drive, and we out. Bye. I've got to be honest with you guys. This is the second time that we recorded this episode, and the first one, it really wasn't all that good because Skype connection wasn't very good, and it was really difficult to record the thing, and I went to McDonald's before, and I didn't want to go to McDonald's again, and goodness gracious, this was so much better. I hope you enjoyed the Xbox that Drive this week. Bye.